Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. Over the years, I've talked about how autonomous vehicles would come to the commercial trucking industry first. With large trucking fleets struggling to find and keep drivers, the high cost of diesel fuel, and the various inefficiencies baked into trucking and freight hauling that impact a trucker's ability to, to deliver goods on time and add a profit, self-driving trucks offer a solution, although a partial one, to help resolve some of these problems. Volvo Trucks, Volvo Group, they build and sell heavy-duty Class 8 trucks in the United States of America and around the world. Volvo has been working on self-driving trucks, what they call in the vocational class. And uh, they've developed self-driving systems that they are actually using right now at mines and quarries over in Europe along a fixed track, usually between the mine and the crusher and back. And they've been doing that. In fact, Volvo even developed an autonomous garbage truck. But Volvo is looking at the United States and in general and the southern part of the United States in particular. And this is from Automotive News. Volvo sees a $42 billion market in the U.S. Sunbelt for autonomous trucking. Volvo's not going to be content to just build electric trucks and autonomous trucks. Volvo Group actually plans its own freight hauling business as it looks to tap this money along the southern tier of the United States. That is an interesting approach for a company that mainly does hardware. Why they would want to get into the trucking end of the business, particularly now. I follow uh, trucking and I follow freight and I follow the challenges right now of trucking companies large and small with diminishing freight volumes. You may have read about yellow trucking and it's, uh, no, it's recent failure. They were number six in what they call the less than truckload part of the industry. They employed over 22,000 Teamsters, 30,000 people total. Number six, even though that gave a bump to everybody else, most, from what I read and what I hear, the industry is scrambling because now that we have kind of right-sized our economy after the pandemic, those freight demands, those freight hauling opportunities are falling, and a lot of small carriers are going broke because they can't make the numbers work. So it's kind of particular that Volvo thinks it's now's the time to get into this business. The article continues. That $42 billion is the estimate of Volvo Autonomous Solutions, the self-driving truck division of commercial vehicle maker Volvo Group. And we talked about their uh, autonomous vehicles in European mines and quarries. They said that they're, they're offering a freight service. They believe that offering an autonomous freight service could speed up good shipment by 40%. And one major advantage without drivers Trucks wouldn't be subject to the 11-hour federal limit for human drivers. Uh, hours of service, it's called. To where in a given 24-hour period, truckers can only drive 11, continue, 11 hours in a row. Then they got to stop. It's not a choice. If you had a truck that did 24-7 that wasn't subject to this, of course they would be more efficient. 
They outlined the creation of a spider web of routes across the southwest, eventually extending east in regions where good roads and sunny weather lend themselves to autonomous truck operations. Did you hear that? Good roads, sunny weather. Volvo is using technology from Pittsburgh self-driving technology developer Aurora Innovation as it works to create autonomous truck lanes in Texas. Aurora provides an autonomous driving system for Volvo's VNL tractor. Volvo started manual operations simulating autonomous cargo transport in Texas as it works towards a commercial launch with a safety driver on board at the start next year. Hauling freight among Houston, Dallas, and El Paso, they figure it's worth $5 billion in freight. If you add Tucson, it, if you add Tucson, Austin, and San Antonio, it nearly doubles. It balloons to $23 billion if you extend through Phoenix to LA, and then $42 billion as the southern tier grows east, Florida, north to Oklahoma. So basically, you're looking from, theoretically, Tampa to Los Angeles. Oklahoma City to Dallas and everything, all the freight lines, all the, all the, all those lines down there. Now, if you've been paying attention, you might also say, but Ken, you've reported that a number of autonomous trucking companies have been doing testing between Dallas and Phoenix for years. And you'd be right. And they have. And that includes the Postal Service, UPS, and FedEx, in addition to Too Simple, Torque, and some others that have been testing those same lanes. So why does Volvo think they can succeed? Well, part of it is because Volvo plans to pursue what the freight industry calls hub-to-hub operations. In this scenario, a human truck driver would ferry the freight from an urban area to its origin at a highway-adjacent transfer hub. The load would then transfer to an autonomous tractor to haul the freight on the highway to a distant transfer hub. At that point, a human driver would take the cargo to its destination. That has a lot of advantages. Number one, truckers are still needed. But those truckers, instead of being halfway across the country, will be home every night because they'll never leave the locality where they are. It'd be short haul back and forth. Unfortunately, it'd probably mess with their pay too. But the good news is that the quality of life would get better. And theoretically, that would help in terms of uh, freight availability and availability of drivers. They did say that the system requires new trucking infrastructure, including the hubs and associated fueling and maintenance locations. But there's also new tasks that we don't have today. If you work with an autonomous truck, you'll need to do a pre-trip inspection and a post-trip inspection. In actuality, they believe, Volvo Group believes, a lot of new jobs will be created. But as we said, they're not alone. It's a model other autonomous truck technology companies are developing. Aurora, which part is partnering with Volvo, is also testing autonomous freight runs separately using Peterbilt trucks with safety drivers. That's happening right now. Next year, it plans to pull the safety drivers to drive freight fully autonomously from Dallas to Houston. They also, in a second business strategy segment, Volvo's Autonomous Solutions provides autonomous trucking to Brunoi Kalk Mine in Norway. Seven autonomous Volvo FH trucks to reverse a three-mile stretch through narrow tunnels between the limestone mine and the crusher. And they operate fully autonomously without human safety monitors in the cabin. Here's the thing. The thing is that they believe that 
doing this over time and relying on Aurora because of the nature of trucking. You don't have all the stuff that owning a private car in a city you would need to accomplish. The routes are the same. There's not that many people. There's not that many obstacles. Interstate highway is an interstate highway. They think they can make money at it. It should be interesting to find out who does as the gloves come off and these folks start generating revenue uh, using this technology, at least in the southern tier. And the big question is, will the technology ever get good enough to move north? And if it does, and when it does, what does that mean for the industry? Questions, questions, questions that I don't know. Because they are testing trucks in cold climates. It's a thing. But I don't think they're quite ready for them yet. And what happens when these are electric trucks? Electric and autonomous. Could be a wonderful combination. Save some money. We are the Tech Mobility Show. Did you know that you could still listen to past shows of Roadworthy Drive? Kent Chester here. With the change to the Tech Mobility Show, we've taken steps to maintain our vast library of past shows for your listening pleasure. Whether you want to listen to 1, 10, or 50 of our 1,000 shows, we got you covered. Be sure to visit roadworthydrive.buzzsprout.com or roadworthydrivemoment.buzzsprout.com and subscribe. There's no recurring commitment and you can opt out at any time. We set the price super low so that access to the shows is easy and carefree. Thank you so much for your support. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Roadworthy Drive is now the Tech Mobility Show. I'm Ken Chester, your host. Every week, I delve into the current trends and topics that impact you when it comes to mobility and technology. Things are changing fast, and I cover these topics in a way that's easy to understand. By tuning into the Tech Mobility Show, you can keep informed about the latest happenings with self-driving vehicles, auto finance, electric airplanes, and more. That's the Tech Mobility Show, heard each week on this very fine radio station. These days, everybody wants to be social, and we're no exception. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. We get to share additional content that you won't find on the show. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok. Yeah, we're there. You can find us at Tech Mobility Pod on Twitter and at the Tech Mobility Show everywhere else. Check us out and be sure to follow us. Believe it or not, the Tech Mobility Show has a website. Yep. Combined with all the other ways you can interact with us, our website is a great place to start. Learn more about the host, find us in the news, and even check out where you can hear our programs across the country on the radio. I know, right? Our website is a great place to learn more about us and our programming. Go to techmobility.show for more information. 